0: Okay, welcome back to another episode of Elevate, the podcast. I'm still getting used to saying that outside of sheer therapy. Um, Today we have a special, special guest with us named Natasha Copeland. I always call her Copeland. And today's episode is called Dating Your Diet. I'm sure you wonder what that means. But last week we were talking about, um, you heard it, Mm -hmm. Um, we were talking about how like it's a new year and you have all of these goals and we put so much pressure on ourselves to reach the goals and if we don't we are a failure and blah 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 and Natasha and me are always talking about ways to like be healthy in our mind, in our food, in our spirit and so we wanted to talk today about all of these fad diets that people are doing and we're all just dating these diets. We date keto, we date um, intermittent fasting. We date the South Beach diet. What what else do we oh, date? Beach
1: body, I think. Beachbody recently.
0: <laughs> and it's like dating a guy that you really know it's not gonna last long term, but you do it because it feels good in the moment, and maybe you get some short term goals hit, but long term you never get married because it's not substantial. So we were going to talk about that too. I know Natasha, you have, um, you can catch her on Instagram. I call her my Martha Stewart. Um, right now she's actually launched, um, an Etsy page. I'll let you talk about that. Um, where she has yummy goodies. She's always baking up something in the kitchen, but what I respect about her is she knows balance. She knows that you can have a butter tart on the weekend, but then she's going to run on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe take a hike. But again, her approach to it is she's doing this to, to just be healthy overall and because she's doing that for her body versus because she wants to look cute in a bathing suit. And that's just a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, But anyways, Natasha, you can talk about what you're doing on that. And you've kind of got into this healthy lifestyle living page. Uh, you incorporate like um, smoothies and bars and stuff with Arbon as well. But you
1: also use real foods and incorporate the whole thing like mind, body, soul. Absolutely. So thanks, Pam. I'm so excited to be on here. And there's so much Pam gave such a great introduction. And this year it's the beginning 2022. We're all setting all kinds of goals. Um, and this year my, I have a word that I pick every year and this year it's growth, uh, growth and really focused on our mindset and i love all things wellness i love i love a lot of stuff and one of my <laughs> challenges is staying focused on what it is i want to you know what do i want to do when i grow up and i'm all over the place but even though i'm all over the place i do have one central focus and that is mindset mm-hmm. mindset and living well i love to use the term living well um because we sometimes compartmentalize things and we'll go, okay, right now it's beginning of the year. And we set all these goals. We set goals for losing weight. Usually they don't, you don't have a goal to be healthier. We notice people set goals to lose weight because we, it were it's an exterior, hopefully result we're looking for, or set goals to save money or all these types of goals. And this year I wrote on my Instagram that the goal is growth. And so it really is what happens. It's not about meeting the goal, but the growth that happens in you as a person when you push for that goal. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a spinning it on its head, Pam, because most of the times we're like, oh, I said I would do this diet and I was gonna intermittent fast for, or I'm gonna do keto and within like three days, <laughs> right? Within three days, we're breaking up, so to speak, with the goal. <laughs> Um, and we knew
0: the first date went bad,
1: right? Like we, you know, we barely got to the fir- finish the first date. So in terms of uh, the growth that's going to happen from our goal, and we'll talk definitely in a few minutes around um, different diets and how we can just really value our body more. But think about when you set a goal, you have to take action, right? If you set a goal and you don't have an action plan, it's useless. Mm-hmm. So Setting the goals easy. We can all set goals. We could do that in our sleep. We do that inside out all the time. But what if we actually started to think about the process and think about what happens to us? Think about our feelings. How do you feel when you set a a goal at the beginning of the day? You put some tasks on there. You're like, okay, today I'm going to pick up uh, pet food. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to do a little laundry, (laughs) right? (laughs) That's my day. Yeah, and then when you get to the end of the day, and you've actually done that. How do you feel? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I, you feel like accomplished. Like you feel like, okay, I did what I said I'm going to do. <laughs> and now you feel like you can go to bed peacefully mm-hmm. and feel like I've I've conquered the world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it actually, and that feeling actually is confidence. Mm-hmm. I, I've come to the conclusion is it builds belief in yourself. It bu- builds confidence and it builds the feeling of I can, and I'm good enough. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of, uh, and when it, when it comes to our nutrition and our health and our diet, most of it is in between our ears. 99% of it is between our ears and it's how we think and feel in the moment. And we often give up on ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we call it breaking up. What are we doing in our (laughs) diet? (laughs) <laughs> we give up. We don't even we say we want a great relationship or we want this, we mm-hmm. want that, but we just we give up on ourselves. Yeah. Right before we even start.
0: Yeah. And it's like um sometimes you have these labels, right? So like me and Denise were like, "Oh, but we're sugar addicts." Mm-hmm. Right? So even like last night we're like we're going to go get salad. We got salad and we got smoothies from Fresh and then she's like, hey, do you want to split the pump the, the carrot cake? And I said, no, we just came here and said, we're not having the excess sugar tonight. And the pumpkin smoothie was our treat. And she, she was like, but come on, man. Like, you know, I just love the sugar. But that's because in your mind, your story is you're a sugar addict. Yep. So you cannot break up with sugar. Even though, you know, the relationship is toxic. Yeah. You cannot break up with the sugar. and that's that's some of the things too, you have to listen between your ears. It's like, what are you telling yourself? Oh my gosh, I just can't stop eating the bread. So like, if you just keep telling yourself you can't stop eating the bread, well, you're not gonna stop eating the bread. But why do you not wanna eat the bread? And I think it's it's that whole thing, whereas like food moods. Mm-hmm. So you you recognize, well, when I eat a lot of sugar, I get that dopamine hit and I'm high chemically like I'm high off the sugar but when I crash it's either I need more sugar or everybody's getting like the wrath of Pam that day because I'm crashing or like you know you know you have to wake up and go for a hike the next morning that you committed to Mm -hmm. but the night before you decided to stay up until 2 a.m binge watch tv shows have two glasses of wine and a bag of potato chips and now you don't want to do the thing and in the morning you're like well, I'm just, just—I'm. that's just me. I'm just like a foodie and I just can't. And then that's where it starts. But when you put so much pressure to be this person, then when you tell yourself that story, it's like, you're just a failure and you just cannot keep going. And I yeah. think that's where we get hit with the problem.
1: Yeah. And we get hit with the problem and it's about tuning into your feelings mm-hmm. and there's multiple feelings. So if I love sugar And most, most, we all have our thing. Mm -hmm. Some of us have sugar, some of us have carbs, certain carbs, salt. Savory. Yeah, (laughs) right? And those things isn't like, it's not that those things are bad in themselves. And I think we've also demonized sugar Mm -hmm. and we're, Mm -hmm. oh, oh, sugar. Well, I don't want to live a life where I can't eat a piece of birthday cake. I
0: don't
1: want to enjoy those things. And I love cooking and creating in the kitchen and, um. I I've learned to how to do that in a balanced way over the years because I used to bake dessert every single night <laughs> for my family. When I fell in love with cooking, <laughs> I used to bake dessert so much that my kids would say when they were little, as soon as the meal was done, it was, what's for dessert, mom? And I remember the day that I heard that in my head and that's when I started to get into more of wellness and realizing, oh my goodness, I've created mm-hmm. such a while well, it's a seems like a nice habit, it was not a habit that would serve my family or for me long term. Mm-hmm. And we we have to know that dessert's not a bad thing, but what was the habit that I had created that was fueling we the habit was the tongue. The tongue was mm-hmm. now going, Oh, I I finished a, a savory meal. Now it's time for a sugar. Mm-hmm. And that is how we've, we've all been created. We either have, um, you know, when our kids are little, we go, oh, you fell down. Here's a lollipop. So we give them sugar as <laughs> yeah. a reward for something bad happening or for something good happening. Dentist. Right? <laughs> if you do this and I'll give you this sweet. Mm-hmm. And so we have to also kind of get into our feelings and understand what our journey personally has been with food mm-hmm. and Food is a wonderful thing. It brings us together, it's warmth it, is, it has such so much meaning but but we have to understand how we have used it to replace uh, other emotions that are not mm-hmm. uh, that are left unfulfilled.
0: Yeah, sometimes I literally, if I'm in a mood, I will say I'm eating the cake because I'm emotionally eating like mm-hmm. I know I know it's happening and I'm aware. But if you get to that point, and sometimes if you give yourself grace, it's fine. If you wanna eat the cake, eat the cake, but just say, I'm eating the cake because I'm choosing to eat the cake. There doesn't have to be a reason. And like for me, sometimes I'll say to somebody like, oh, I'm watching what I eat this week. Oh, why? You're already small. But it doesn't have to do with my size. It has to do with like, yeah, I could appear smaller, but nobody ever believes my weight. Um, But when I get up in the morning, it takes me like half an hour to even feel like getting out of bed because I chose to eat the the, the food that I had the night before. And it's almost like um, when you go back into the food moods, again, it's like you really take your emotions and then you make those choices based off an emotional situation, but we're always multitasking. Mm -hmm. We eat on our phone with the laptop, we're talking about a million things. Sometimes we don't even eat together. And you're just eating because you're programmed to eat till the plate's done. And sometimes you don't hear your body or you do and ignore it like, I'm full, hi, I'm full. Mm, I don't know if I want to eat that. And then you eat it and then there you go. You're right there because again, we're not mindfully eating, we're just doing it as a routine. And if we're emotional, we're upset, we're mad, whatever. After late night chips again. And it's almost like um, when we say dating, if you um, think of dating, the first date you went on, let's pick mm-hmm. with Kevin, or yeah. maybe a second or a third, whichever mm-hmm. one was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And you really like looked forward, you put it in your agenda book, you're like, I'm going to get dressed up, this is the night we're going to go eat, and I'm going to have a piece of pie after the dinner, or whatever it is. It's almost like you're, if like for me, when I, I find what works best for me is the 80 where I eat clean during the week, but still yummy food. But on the weekend, I have a date with sugar and I look forward to it and I pick it. Like I'm gonna get the cake. Sometimes I'll drive downtown just to get the piece of cake because it's like, this is my sugar day. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go and get it. Like sometimes, honestly, this is a side note. When people bring me Timbits, I'm like, if I'm eating a donut, a Timbit is the last thing I'm going to choose. Mm, I would rather drive to Glory Hole in Ronsonsvilles and get like a gourmet donut. Mm. If I know I'm going to put it in my body, like make it count. Yeah. Right. I so like it's almost like I'm setting a date with my body to have the sugar. And yep. it's like dating. You made the appointment. You set the expectation. This is where you're going, so it's like I made an appointment on Saturdays evenings. I'm gonna have a treat, and you actually really appreciate it. Yeah. And I think that's where the concept of dating with our diets came in. It's just
1: like choose what works, and if you see the red flags, just run. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 just run. But it takes time to mm-hmm. build the habit. When you were talking about mindless eating, I, I think of it in the in the context of money. If you when, you know, we eat all the time, or we don't have a scheduled time to eat, we just kind of like, mm-hmm. we just grab something in the car. And if you think about it, how habits are formed. Oftentimes, when we get in the car, we want to get a coffee. Yeah, right? Oh. We want to get a warm drink. So many people like, <gasps> you know, and that. I'd point that out just to show how we have connected food to habits. Mm-hmm. And when we become mindful of where food is fitting into our life, mm-hmm. we become more powerful. Mm-hmm. So I think of it in terms of money. And if you have a credit card and you're just like, Swiping, 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 and you're not ever looking at what's happening in terms of your accounts and where you're what's happening. And because you're you're swiping the credit card, you don't have the feeling of what's happening with your finances. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you look up and you might be in big debt. It's a kind of a similar way with um with food Mm -hmm. where what is it what are my habits? When I wake up in the morning, how do I feel when I wake up? Mm -hmm. even that like so when I wake up and I go I know that if I have a couple glasses of wine the next morning I wake up I feel so achy (laughs) or if I've had more sugar or salt or overeaten in the carbs I know what my body feels like in a negative way when that happens Mm -hmm. versus when I've eaten well and to get in touch with that and go oh I don't like that feeling that you know my stomach is bloated And not in a way that you're self-loathing, but you have to understand the feelings of the result of how you're feeding your body. Mm -hmm. And it's like, speaking of dating, you know, like if you've been on a great date, how did that person make you feel? Yeah. You know, was that a memorable date? I want to do that again. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to see that person again. Yeah. Versus the toxic type dating where you're like, you know, and, but yet there is something that brings you back if it's negative, mm-hmm. right? And so it's, it's getting in touch with the feeling and falling in love with building a habit around that. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard and, you know, keto or uh, intermittent fasting or all those things. None of it's bad or good on their own. Once we build them into a habit, mm-hmm. then they really start to grow and flourish and, and feel, we really feel feel good about it. And I love what you said about the 80-20 rule, because that's something that I coach my clients when we we do a 30-day reset. Mm-hmm. And 30 days are like, okay, well, what's going to happen? It's not about the 30 days. It's about teaching you how your body responds with food. When you take out some of those common allergens mm-hmm. and you get in tune with going, oh, I have energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh I, I had a good night's sleep. Oh, I woke up without feeling, you know, whatever. And then you start to see, okay, this is what food does to my body mm-hmm. and it serves me well. And yes, I can have a piece of cheesecake and not feel guilty about it, right? Because in my 20%, mm-hmm. I feel good because I've worked for that 20% too. Yeah. I've made great choices and now I'm showing up and going, okay, I can eat and, and everyone can live with an 80-20 rule. Yeah. None of us can live forever on intermittent fasting. While I do, agree, I do believe though, that um, having a regular intermittent fast, which is minimum of 12 hours where mm-hmm. you're resting your gut for 12 hours and letting your that machine do what God designed it to do mm-hmm. is very powerful.
0: And it's, uh, I always relate like intermittent fasting. Um, my dad actually made this analogy once to like your laptop. If you keep your laptop running all day, it eventually burns out. You have to have a time of rest. So like, again, your mindset towards intermittent, remove the focus on the weight loss and more. I'm giving my body time to replenish and do what it needs to do in silence Yeah, because that's their that's your body's mind. It's Mm -hmm. quieting the mind is stop putting stuff in your mouth between those times and you can have water. And black coffee, which I tried today. And herbal tea. It's great. And, um, yeah, just finding water, too. Like, I think that's the simplest thing a lot of people don't do. My sister was telling me, her trainer said, if you've put something in your body that you think is not the best choice at the moment, just double up your water. Because water is, like, the flushing system, you know? So it's just, like, get it in there, flush it out. Tomorrow's a new day. But... Again, once you get your mind right, everything else will just follow naturally.
1: Yeah. And and the mind being right is about first accepting and loving yourself as you are mm-hmm. because often we start with what's wrong with me and what's not, and I'm overweight, and I'm all, and we can make that list super long about all the things that's not right. Mm-hmm. To be able to make good choices, we have to first start by accepting ourselves and accepting ourselves as beautiful and beauty, beauty is not the size of the clothing that you wear. Mm-hmm. And then deciding that I want more energy and I want to have a healthy body. Mm-hmm. I want to show up in 10 years feeling good, looking good in terms of my skin glowing and all those wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And when we get healthy, Pam, the byproduct is weight loss. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of the people bonus. who are very thin but they're not healthy. Mm -hmm. And so when you start focusing on health and nutrition and filling your body with water every day, that should be a habit that's a non-negotiable, that to drink half your body weight in water every day, that is a non-negotiable. And then you start to compound the habits and putting in more vegetables and fruit and trying new foods and superfoods that you haven't tried before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I think it's starting where you are Accepting yourself, loving yourself, and then let's start the journey, which is a lifelong journey. So, mm-hmm. whatever you choose, and sometimes you might choose keto, and sometimes yeah. you might extend your intermittent fast fasting on certain days. I do that like uh, at least once or twice a week, where I go, you know what? I'm going to just push this to 16 hours, mm-hmm. and I feel the effects of it, and it feels fantastic. So,
0: yeah. and that's the long term relationship. Mm-hmm. Now you're married. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're married to health. Um, and one last thing before we're done is I wanted to talk about is preparation. Mm -hmm. So having like the week before planning your meals, knowing the snacks, having snacks in your car, having snacks at work, not leaving your house hungry. Don't go grocery shopping hungry when you're prepared for success. That's, that's, what's going to bring you like, instead of just going with the flow. Um, and with that snack thing being said, Natasha here. Again, I I mentioned her Etsy. Um, Where can they find your Etsy page?
1: Yeah. So Pam, I love the way you challenged me. So my (laughs) my Etsy store is called Nat's Kitchen Canada. Uh, It is in its infancy stages, but I have been giving out and making lots of good treats. Some of them are better for the gut than others mm-hmm. so most of them fall into the 20 percent rule but a lot of them fall into the 80 well, the,
0: the shortbread cookies were good yeah that was t-
1: almond flour it was um well there was, the a yeah, it was a fine. mixture yeah it was a mixture that was your 20 yeah that's the 20 but also in there i have a clean gluten-free granola which is fabulous to put with mm-hmm. some non-dairy yogurt um, there's also protein balls and lots of little goodies that I've decided to I make in my kitchen and I've learned to make for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always loved uh, baking and cooking and someone challenged me once to learn to do it in a cleaner way. So I'm constantly doing that and showing up uh, more in Nat's Kitchen, Canada. And I'm all about wellness. I'm all about mindset and helping people get started. And mm-hmm. so with my Arbon 30 Days to Healthy Living, I show people how to get started and how to build habits and continue great habits to build good wealth, good health. Oh, I'm on to the next topic See, already. well, we are going <laughs> to
0: catch her on one of those episodes yeah. soon. Um, and if you want to see any more information that she has to share, or if you want to DM her, her Instagram is at Natasha Copeland. But it's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-C-O-U-P-L-A-N-D, right? That's right. There we go. Um, so if you need any more information to find that, you can email us at info at elevatebeautylofts.com. Um, but she has a lot of tips. I'm actually bugging her for another bag of granola today um and any other questions that you have we are on the journey with you she can help you uh, recipes tips anything like that but give yourself grace you're doing something even listening to this is a first step um and that's it happy monday and we'll see you next week bye Bye. (laughs) okay Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. If you've taken anything away from this episode, it's to live with love, forgive, give yourself grace, and know that we're all in this together. To get more feel-good stuff like this, subscribe to our newsletter at www.elevatebeautylofts.com. And follow us on Instagram at Elevate Beauty Lobs and leave a review. But most of all, share this episode with somebody. You never know who needs it. See you next time.